The Standard Show presents the Standards Policy Desk of News with Matthew Childs and Cindy Powergill. This is the Standards Policy Desk of News for February 2023. And for the very last time in this particular internal podcast series, it's... Hey, Cindy Powergill, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, Matthew Childs. Well... A bit sad, to be honest, as this is my last one. Yes. Now, remind us, where are you off to? I'm off to ISO. I'll be joining the capacity building team to help the developing country members engage more effectively with policymakers and regulators. Sounds very good. ISO, I think I've heard of them. I think I've heard of them. (laughs) Lots lots of stuff in standards. Now, before we have too many tears, let's get to it. Coming up soon, we have our special guest, but first, the news. Yes, four headlines with four stories and a connective threat. And this time, it's all about shiny new things. Starting with new UK government departments. Yes, during February, the PM announced changes to departmental structures that will impact BSI's engagement. Three new departments were created. The Department for Business and Trade, the Department for Energy Security and Net Zero, and the Department for Science, Innovation and Technology. This is good news for us as it strongly aligns with our engagement priorities and provides a stronger voice for those portfolios within Cabinet. Our sponsorship will sit with the Department for Business and Trade, with Minister Kevin Hollenrake retaining responsibility for standards. Bringing business and trade into a single department simplifies our engagement, which was previously split between Bayes and DIT. Similarly, the Department for Science, Innovation and Technology brings together our work on digital and innovation into a single department. And we are already well engaged with the Department for Energy Security and Net Zero, which comprises existing teams moving from Bayes. And sticking with the Department for Business and Trade, there are new things afoot at the Better Regulation Executive. Yes, in February, we met the new team that has taken over responsibility for the International Regulatory Cooperation Strategy, and they are keen for BSI to be involved in its delivery. The BRE is a unit within the Department for Business and Trade. It works with government departments to monitor and measure the regulatory burdens and coordinate their reduction and to ensure that the regulation, which remains is smarter, better targeted, and less costly to business. From regulation to railways, and we're heading to Wales, all aboard. Yes, this is all about the Global Centre of Rail Excellence, or the GCRE. Last month, we had a very productive meeting with the GCRE, which is a new Welsh government-backed major infrastructure project. It will be a purpose-built site for world-class research, testing and certification of railway rolling stock, infrastructure and innovative new rail technologies. We are involved with a small internal BSI team to look at how we can support it. And finally, during February, we welcome some new faces. Yes, an induction was held with Alexia Davison of the Department of Business and Trade. Yes, them again. Alexia has taken over as the new government representative on SPSE. 
And Standards Policy got itself a new team member, David Murray, um, previously in conferences and events, joined the event project team for the IEC general meeting in 2024. Welcome, David. Now it's time for our special guest. Drum roll, please. Hey, Cindy Parakil, how are you? <laughs> I'm still good. Well, it's your final Standards Policy Desk of News for the team. So I thought it was only fair you did a bit of extra work. Now, as you know, in this feature, we ask a special guest to tell us more about something we've just mentioned in the news. But as this is your last episode, Cindy, let's do something completely different. So how about this to start okay. with? Over the, <laughs> over the past couple of years, you've got this Best colleague, worst colleague. <laughs> yeah, no, not happening. No? Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> Next <enough>. question. Move <laughs> on. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, we didn't cover this in the news, as it didn't really fit with our theme this time. But in this month to month report, two things jumped out at me about your work. So the first is, I always miss digitalization. <laughs> so you know I struggle with that word. It is a mouthful. Digitalization yeah. toolkit. We'll come back to this. But the first, Barbados. In February, you went to Barbados. Yes, I did. And it was to participate in a workshop on um, effective legal frameworks for building the digital economy. And this was organized by the Commonwealth Secretariat and the Caribbean Telecommunications Union. Um, and the event brought together the ministries of ICT, regulators, legislators from the region to really discuss the challenges they face and to identify solutions. And I must say it was a really great experience because the challenges they laid out were crying for standards from the need for more agility in the regulatory and legal framework, the need for tools to rebuild trust, ensure engagement and smooth over regulatory differences. So it really created a fertile ground um, for my intervention on the role of standards to build trust in the digital economy through our digitalization toolkit in this instance. And as a result, CrossQ, the Caribbean Regional Standards Organization, expressed an interest to apply BSI's digitalization toolkit in the region and run a regional policy workshop. Now, that sounds all pretty cool, actually, and really, really good stuff. And the toolkit, there was also some other activity then, but in a different part of the world during, during February? Yes, the ASEAN region. Um, so BSI and the UK government um, hosted the UK ASEAN Digital Policy Workshop on the 27th of Feb. And this is a result of our systematic engagement with the ASEAN region since the UK became a dialogue partner um, to the ASEAN in 2021. And we basically brought together 55 senior representatives and directors from the Ministry of ICT and National Standards Bodies in seven ASEAN member states, so there are 10 ASEAN member states, to have a dialogue on the value of international standards as a policy tool. And the response was great. Numerous ASEAN ministries of ICT expressed interest to collaborate with us and apply the toolkit. So it shows that, you know, there's a lot of value in this product that we have developed and um yeah that's great beautifully done you went from seamlessly there from host to guest in one movement for the final time thank you cindy 
Thank you so much, Matthew. It's been such a pleasure working with you and doing the standards policy desk of news. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, just one more thing for left me to say, and that's the standards policy desk of news. You have been listening to the standards policy desk of news from the Standard Show with Matthew Childs and, for the last time, Cindy Parakill. Subscribe to The Standard Show now, wherever you get your podcasts. You just heard a stripped media production. I can't believe you asked me about best colleague and worst colleague. I mean, come on, you can tell me now. We won't use this. Come on, you must. In the time you've been at PSR, you must have best colleague, worst colleague, surely. No, I can't. <laughs> That doesn't, that doesn't mean you don't have them, but you're not prepared to share them. I'm going to keep quiet. <laughs> that is so mean, so mean.